I mean, here's the thing. I can't eat. I can't sleep. It is just in my head all the time. Look, I understand. All the time. I've had those things happen to me before, and, and this has been definitely one of them where it's been something that I've certainly thought about quite a bit, as you know, but you're going to have to pull yourself away from it. I have point. to, and it's, it's lasted. Usually it only lasts like a couple of days. It's become an issue. It's been over a week now. It's a bit of an issue. It is. I, I agree with you, but I don't know how to make it stop. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. We do appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. I do want to thank everybody who goes to Black's Pest Services for all of your pest service needs. And there are a lot of pests out these days. There are. So I actually uh, utilized uh, their friendly service of send a picture of a bug and we'll tell you what it is yesterday when I sent uh, <laughs> Derek from Black's Pest Services. Now everybody at my my other job at Digital Trends, uh, my, my coworkers there, they know that I've got a bug guy. So since I've got a bug guy. You do have a bug guy. They'll be like. You have bug guys. We have Derek and Well, it's and true. Bernard. Bug yeah. guys. But I've, yeah. I've been sending it to Derek. That's true. Um, and, you don't want to uh, bother everybody else. Just like, hey, Derek. That's kind of it, but never do the click ever. <laughs> uh, but I, I did. So I, uh, one of my one of my coworkers was like, sent me this picture yesterday evening. He's like, Greg, get a hold of your bug guy. What is this thing? And so I sent over the picture to Derek, and Derek replied back um, pretty quickly too, and uh, and said what it is. And he basically implied that, oh, Sarah will know what this oh, is. Oh, was it a ten lined uh, June beetle? It was a ten lined June beetle. Those things are terrifying. That's exactly what it was. Because that's the only bug that I know. <laughs> that's the one that, that Derek told me what it was because one of them bonked me on the head last year. Yeah, so my, my coworker was like, it's moving around all weird. It's like big and it's gross it's and big I don't and know gross. what it is. Yeah. And apparently if you get too close to them, they'll hiss at you. It was making some weird like, yeah. Yeah, they'll hiss. I do not like that. No. And it's super big. It's like half a walnut. They're not dangerous. No, I know, but it's like half a walnut size and you see that thing and it bonks off your head and then lands on the ground like... What in the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. Well, Sorry that's to it. say that in the middle of a, you know, talking about our fine sponsor, Black's Pest Services, but still, what in the fuck is a 10-line June beetle? You don't want that bopping off your head. You don't want that bopping off no. your head. No. But nonetheless, that's why you call Black's Pest Services. They can handle anything that you have, and uh, they are a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. We do, we do appreciate it. Um, anyway, going from that, uh, here's something else. It's... Uh, July Tuesday, July 14th, 2020, in the year oh, of our apocalypse, and that is where we're at right now. And, uh, you know, we're in the summer months of the, uh, of the, and of it's, the apocalypse. it's kind of feeling summery now. I mean, is not, it? not mentally or emotionally or, you know, having plans or doing anything, but it's, like, hotter. Yeah. I mean, temperature-wise, it feels sure. summery. I'll give it that. Everything else it just it still feels like a giant garbage fire. So. Yes. But uh, along those lines... You know, you're. I think we're all finding out different things about ourselves during during quarantine. It's a time of self reflection and exploration. That sounds weird when I say it that way. But anyway, what it is is um, been watching some different new things, and one of the things that I think we're certainly not alone in is seeing Hamilton. Now, this isn't going to be about it's not going to be about Hamilton the whole no. time. No, that's that's not what I mean. Uh, but you know, it's something that a lot of people have watched for the first time, and that includes myself. That includes Sarah. Uh, and I actually don't know a lot of people in life who actually were able to see it because it was so you know expensive and so hard. Oh, to, to get see tickets. it in person? Yeah, I, I really. Don't... I tried every time. I was yeah. always in, it would, entered in the. Uh, there was a lottery for it anytime I was in town. Oh yeah, 
And I remember we would enter the lottery like I every totally day. I totally forgot about that, yeah. Just because I wanted to go see it because I'm like, all right, fine. If everybody's saying this is so great, like I want to go see it. And I, now I understand why it would be a good live show. I oh, can definitely sure. see that. Well, and I'm also, I love live theater, so. And you, um, you kind of do, right? Half. half and half? It depends. It depends what it is. I can get bored real quick on in a for a musical. What's the last musical that you saw? Like in, in a theater? Um, Probably Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. That's probably... Oh, the... Book, of, Book of Mormon, is that a, a music? Yeah. Yeah, Book of Mormon's a musical. Yeah. I like Book of Mormon. Fan of the Opera, I'm, eh, I can well, they I can, it I from can Andrew Lloyd Webber's original idea. Like, they have new directors that changed it up. I didn't like the last version I saw. Yeah. Either, and I'm a huge Phantom of the Opera dork. I'll probably never go see Phantom of the Opera again. I'd if rather see the version Andrew, that I created. If, if, they, if they do Andrew Lloyd Webber's, like, it. original version again and that tours, I will 1 billion percent pay all my money to go and see that. Yeah, my version was a little bit better. Where's the guy who's the janitor who hides in the walls and then stares at people? behind them i created my own version of phantom of the opera that i think was just a little god i don't even but... remember you doing that mm-hmm. that's how bad it is <laughs> oh it was amazing uh we'll, we'll dig that out so people can listen to that version the last musical i got to see was frozen which was incredible if that ever tours i'm sure that it will someday but if you get a chance to see that that was amazing i enjoyed bat boy bat boy was a good musical Based on the National Enquirer, Bat Boy? I know what Bat Boy is. You do know. Yes. Does everybody know what Bat Boy is? I don't I'm, know if everybody knows. I don't know why you wouldn't know what Bat Boy is. Because I, I feel like that's not as... Are tabloid like magazines as big of a thing? It was off like the Globe or something, wasn't it? Uh, I feel like it was National, National Enquirer. Enquirer or something. Yeah, and the little Bat Boy with the... Ah, with the face. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I know. Bat Boy found in cave and mm-hmm. yeah, half human, half bat. Yeah. There's the Bat Boy. There was a few different ones, too, that they had. That were like weird things that they found. Uh, but yeah, it was, I, I, I enjoyed that musical. It was st- so stupid. It's like, they found a bat boy. He's in the cave. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's bat boy, like, this guy. Oh, yeah, it was National Enquirer. Yeah. And then uh, he would, uh, <laughs> he would, you know, it was him like growing up in the world and assimilating with everybody as bat boy. But yeah, it was, that, I enjoyed that one. It was so dumb. It was fun. But was it like a bigger run? Yeah, I think it was a Broadway one. Okay. I think, I'm pretty sure, Bat, well, I mean, I saw it here in Portland, but at the All right, so it was theater. like a touring one. Yeah, it was touring. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was quite a while so ago. So you liked Book of Mormon and Bat Boy. Yep, that's it. Then I'm done. I'm done with musicals. Did you I, ever see Les Mis? I watched part of the movie. Okay, never That's not. One day more. Yeah. Another day. It's like Russell Crowe or something. Oh, I also saw. Um, who is it? Russell Crowe and who else? I don't know. I never saw the full movie. Oh. The The play is really good. It's really sad. Yeah. Um, and then, what was the other Weekly one? Weekly World do? News. That might have been Weekly it. World News. That's what it was. I knew it was World or Globe, something like that. Weekly World News. That was totally it. Yeah. And then I saw uh, the Green Day musical, American Idiot. Oh, yeah. Which was awesome. Okay. It was so, like, because I came in, I'm like, oh, Green Day Musical. And then uh, my friend Heather and I went to see it and you know brought our purse wine and it was it was a delightful time have you ever performed in one only when i was in elementary school i played um oh what was i i, I played little beth <laughs> i was little john's or what was her name i think her name was beth or something i was uh little john's wife in robin hood oh wow yeah I think okay I had, like one line <laughs> and, I was in, and then I was Granny Smith and Johnny Appleseed when I was like in fifth grade. I, I played Johnny Appleseed. Oh, I played Granny Smith. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Uh, no, I I was in quite a few. Like, because I was even in the high school once. Well, you 
or what you call what you consider yourself to be an actor no not back then i was very shy very shy i mean i'm still shy to some extent not with performing anymore but i was shy performer back then i just joined because my friends were and there were girls so that's why i do and the there might be some kissing well i mean there was you know there were some hot girls that wanted to be in the musicals so i wanted to be in the musicals um i mean i was not the only one that with that mentality you know you're yeah. 15 uh, but yeah i was in a couple of them i was but i was always i never wanted one of the main parts i didn't like that i didn't no. want that attention and which is versus which is weird to think now like that's what i would want mm-hmm. i would want like the main part but but back then that's not what i wanted i just wanted to be present <laughs> like it's not really like stand out a part of it yeah i'm there yeah. but yeah just i'm a little bit in the background mm-hmm. i always wanted to be in the background and so i was always like part of the the chorus and the whatever you call it i think that's called the chorus right yeah yeah the yeah i was that but i did like the full dancing and there was all kinds of things that you had to do like yeah well, I dancing guess I did. and singing and well we did there i mean this isn't musicals but you know like going to church when you're little and there were like christmas pageants mm-hmm. i remember being like you know an angel or something and well singing. i was in those too yeah i don't know i don't know if that's quite the same though as no i don't it's, it's yeah. definitely yeah. not yeah. that's um yeah i was in the pajama game and then I can't remember the other one I was in. Lil Abner, maybe? Something like that? I, I don't... I Or Hello, Dolly. I was in one of those two. Either Lil Abner or You're Hello, really Dolly. You're really dating yourself right now. Pajama Game. Why? Pajama Game and Hello, Dolly? They're still, they still perform those. Really? Yeah, those are like... Are they theater classics? Uh, as far as I know. I didn't know. I wasn't... In, I, I, I don't know. Did... Fine, I'm dating myself. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm just saying what I, what I did. <laughs> wow, I didn't... Just... I was just kidding. I, I was Jeez. trying to talk about one thing, but okay. Um... <laughs> Wow, Greg. Jeez, I was just teasing you. Oh my gosh, we're talking about we both did Johnny Smith and Granny or Johnny Appleseed and Granny Smith. Uh, yeah. Well, I get to dress okay. like an old lady. All right. Well, going back to what you were talking about. Um, oh boy. So, Sarah, let's uh, let's talk about what Sarah wants. So, <laughs> oh my go to, God, Greg, go you are over the top Sarah right Town. now. <laughs> you are being a turd burger, Sarah. <laughs> so. Tell us about what your issue is. Wow. I will say I do have what you might call a little bit of um, a little OCD. I do get a little obsessive compulsive about things. And a lot of it has to do with songs. And a lot of times, I think we've talked about this on the show before. And I think you said that this sometimes happens to you, but not a lot. Because this happens to me all the time where... I cannot get a song out of my head or like I'll think about a song before I'm going to sleep and I'll just have it looping in my head over and over and over and over again or when I wake up. Since I watched Hamilton for the first time last Sunday, so this has been nine days, I, every morning, all during the day and every evening when I go to sleep and the first thing I hear in my head, in my mind when I wake up is goddamn King George the Third singing You'll Be Back. Mm-hmm. That is all I hear all the time. Yeah. Even right now, I'm yeah. just I'm just picturing it in my mind. I and it just loops and loops and loops. I'll be listening to one of my audiobooks. I just downloaded this um amazing Mary Higgins Clark book mm-hmm. from um from Audible, of course. I went to funemploymentradio.com and clicked on the Audible. Excellent. Link. Yes. So I'm listening but then like I'll have to rewind it because I'll be singing the song in my head. Yeah. 
And yeah, it I, won't I, stop. I will and say it's stuck not, in my head right now too. And I will try not to listen to it. Like I mean, and Hamilton itself is it, it's great. It's 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 nice. Like I, I'm not like you know super obsessed with it. Except for I will tell you, I am super obsessed with Jonathan Groff, especially him playing King George the Third, singing "You'll Be Back." Actually, the three. All it's three, three songs. All the he has three, three parts. songs. In he has the, three songs in the entirety of Hamilton. I think it's a total of like eleven minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's a total of eleven minutes because I had an interview today with somebody who was like, ironically enough, this was not planned, but uh, one of the interviews I had on Digital Trends was with a Broadway star who has played pretty much every role in Ham- Hamilton. Played like pretty much all of them. Yeah, and uh, that is so. Freaking cool! Yeah, except except for King George, that's the one he hasn't played that he wants to play. Did he say he wants to play it? Mm-hmm. No, I asked him what's the one role you want. He's like uh, King George, it's like a eleven glorious minutes. Like I want to do that one. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I just I cannot cannot stop, and I want to. So I don't know what to do because I've, I'm not listening to the song because I'm trying to like make myself not do it. Mm-hmm. But then like if I don't, like, and I realize for people who haven't heard it, you don't know what we're talking about. But it's, it's a song. It gets very much stuck in your head. Why don't you? Will you explain a little bit about they the say history? No, like the price history of, like, of my love's <laughs> not a price that you're willing to pay. They cry. Will you give like your history nerd explanation of King George and why he's singing, like what his song's about? Oh well, it's just it's because it's Alexander Hamilton, so it's Revolutionary War, and King George was you know, king of England. So it's just essentially it's King George uh, being pissed off that you know that America's did. rebelling. Is the first part, and then these, like, okay, fine, you win. Now, what's next? And then there's, there's one other part. I mean, I don't want to spoil everything, but yeah. it's uh, three, three different parts. Just it's really just period pieces marking, marking period pieces in the Revolutionary War and, and just just, America's history. And it's fucking. And he doesn't re- interact with other people. No, no, he's just. It's a like stand- a solitary. He's like a standalone. Character. A standalone, yeah, kind of breaks up the, the. Uh, he's act. like a timeline character. He breaks up the act. He does, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what he is. He, he the, He's the start and end of an act. But it is, I think it just caught me off guard because I did not know what to expect. And it's just so hilarious. It is great. It is really, really good. And then, I, like, I know this has happened to me with songs before, but I cannot stop. Like, so it's in my dream. It's like in the soundtrack of my dreams. It's when I wake up in the morning. So I'm trying. Yeah. So I don't know what I should do if I should just, like, do that immersion therapy where I just listen to it over and over and over and over and over again. And hopefully I just get over it. Yeah. Or do I avoid it? Um, I don't know. I don't know what to do because I need something I mean, it, to stop it playing in my head all the time. Yeah, I mean it's it's a they're really well written. I mean it's Lin Manuel Miranda. It's it's very well written music. Um, but yeah, since it is the getting to the point of it being stuck in your head, I don't know because I've I've been battling the same thing, but I have not been listening to it. I think as much as you. Have you? No, been... it's true. I found a spot. There's a Spotify station that just has the three songs in a row over and over and over again. Oh yeah. You can just listen to them, like yeah, yeah. you'll be back. Um, yeah, but it, like all all three of them yeah. in a row, all mm-hmm. three, and then it'll start back over again. Yeah. So you've problem. got to you've got to find it. You've got to find something to replace it. So this is day and night. But I mean, I don't head. want something to replace it. I just want it to go away. Like you know, and I have work. Like when I'm doing like all my real estate stuff and everything, that's the only time that it's not in my head because I'm focusing on something else. But then all of a sudden, it'll drift back in as I'm like driving home from showing a house or doing something. I'll be like, da 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 da. So you need to replace it with something else. You've got to find something else that's a big a bigger earworm because that's what it is. It's an earworm. All right, Verity says this isn't nice, but getting it stuck in someone else's head helps me. Maybe I can pass it on to somebody. 
I mean, it can't work for wouldn't wouldn't work. What is for it me. like a chain letter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some uh, suggestions here. <laughs> Tony, uh, Neil Diamond being uh, being one, like a, a palate cleanser, a palate cleanser, or something. Yeah. I mean, you got to find something that's like repetitive with a catchy hook. I will tell you, catchy I've, hooks the key. I have been listening to other music, and then as I'll listen to a bunch of other stuff, and then I'll I'll start to miss the song. Oh no! Oh yes! Oh, this is becoming a real. It's issue. becoming a thing. That's a thing. I'll yeah. start to miss it, and then it's like, and then I'm like, all right, well, I can just listen to it once, and then I listen to the first one, and then I have to listen to the second, then I have to listen to the third. Looks like Jacobs is uh, "Don't Worry, Be Happy." That's what's stuck in his head forever. Oh God, Jacob, that's horrible. It's a little song I wrote, but what to sing it? Not fun, not don't worry. Oh, Jacob, that's horrible. Everybody's got their earworms. I mean. I have the one that's stuck in my head that uh, luckily it hasn't been an issue lately, but every now and then it'll just come back. Wait, let me uh, guess. Is that the one that you talked about? Is it Cher? Yeah. Do you I believe am, in love? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even like that song. Like, I don't hate this song, but I'm like, it's just a song. I've never was into it. For some reason, there's no something about there's something about the melody to it that it, for whatever reason resonates in my brain and it's just stuck in there. Like, it's not even something that I ever listened to. That I ever even listened to, other than you know, I was aware of the song. But yeah, do you believe in life after love? After love, I can feel something inside me. Say that's in a loop, in a loop in the back of my brain at all times. It's probably oh, yeah. there. I mean, I bury it so I'm not aware of it. But at any point, it could just pop up. I want to know if anyone else has songs. All right, so Jacob has "Don't Worry, Be Happy." You have "Share." Do you believe in life <laughs> yeah, after love? What a love? lame one. <laughs> Mine is. Jonathan Groff, you'll be right back. now anyway. <laughs> yes. What's another one that you've had? Oh, I get a lot of them in there. Like what's um, I had um, uh, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper's "Shallow." That was the last time I think Shalala-lo. that I was. I, Shalala-lo. I think not to this Shalala-lo. level, but I was pretty obsessed with that song when it came out. Yeah, I'm. I still think it's lovely. I, I really love that song. But I I would just hear that in my sleep. Mm-hmm. That was the same thing. Like "Shallow, Shallow," like. And then her, you know, big crescendo. Mm-hmm. Voice, and it would just, yeah, loop in my head. That was the last one, I think. Maybe you need is. to listen to that again. Get oh, I that just got head. it out, though. I just got it out. I mean, what was the one before that? Oh, There's got to be something else that could be just a... Oh, Summer Breeze. That's, I love that. Maybe I need to listen to some Yacht Rock today to cleanse the palate. Summer Breeze makes me feel fine. That's the typo version. Yeah, I know you do. Blowing through the shadow in my mind. Um, it sounds like a slowed down record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his voice does sound like a slowed down record. Yeah. Yeah. That was a pretty good typo. That's not. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just wanted to express that every time like you see me like typing something, just know in my head it's going. They say the price of my war is not a price that they're willing to pay. They cry. No, something like that. Anyway, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I kind of want to listen to it now. No, let's can't, move. Can't listen we to it have now. to move away from it, though. Okay, we have to. All right, I'm gonna. I'm thinking I'm gonna cleanse the palate with some yacht rock today. Cleanse it with yacht rock. That's a good way to and do it. And some Mary Higgins Clark, hopefully. But I have to keep rewinding again because I keep, I keep losing track. Wow. Plus, Jonathan. Now I've fallen down this Jonathan Groff hole. Like Jonathan Groff, for anybody who doesn't know, he's the. Well, I just knew him from Mindhunters. He was the main guy at Mindhunters. 
yeah, voice of Kristoff from Frozen. He's been in yeah, I didn't even know that stuff. Yeah, it's like oh, you know, he's fine on Mindhunters. He plays kind of a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's just this super fantastically beautiful, like talented, you know, actor, Broadway star, gay man, gorgeous. And now I'm kind of obsessed. Yeah. So I've got to take a breath. I think you're not the only one. I've seen I'm a not, lot of people. I'm because not. everybody's seeing Hamilton now for the first time, seeing his role of it. Because lots of people have played that role. But this is the filmed version that they filmed like a few years ago. So all those people who were in that filmed version are forever like... Going to be associated. Yeah. Yeah, I did hear a couple other versions of the same song, but it was sang completely differently. It's it's very it a very deep voice, and he wasn't as like whimsical. From Hamilton? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, a different person that played him. It was strange. Well, everybody's got to have their own take on it, I'm sure. Oh, exactly. Hmm. But I do say, yes, I think Jonathan Groff specifically singing that song is amazing. I'm going to stop now. But you know what? I, I, I would say <laughs> if I if I wasn't so obsessed with it, well, I mean, I do. I would definitely be listening to my pal Keelan King's music because he's a very talented musician. And his he stuff called me gets... a bad word in the chat. So he I called know. you a bad word? He did. What did he call you? He's being mean. Did he call you a dum-dum? He didn't call me a dum-dum. It was close to that. Did he hurt your feelings? Yep. I'm just kidding. No, I know. I know. I uh, there's a. Uh, I just. I can't even say what it is. What? Oh no! I can't. I can't say. Oh, about the yeah, thing. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. I know. There's a thing. I know. Let's just move away. I know. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome. You gotta stop. To my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, Greg, I think I found dream job for myself. <laughs> There's a company that's Cheese seeking tester. close a wine taster oh. to make over $300 testing and drinking different types of wine. So this is a British wine distributor is seeking a wine taster to get more than $300 to sample and review some of the finest organic summer wines. Yeah, but do you know anything about wine? No. <laughs> But I could like make things up and be like, oh, this has a fruity palate. Yeah, but you would drink the wine. You don't drink the wine, though. You spit it out. I think probably. you'd swish it. Like, you're supposed to like take a sip and then like, like get the air mixed in with it so you can get the notes. Yeah, but then they're you called gotta, the notes. But then you got to spit it out. I don't think you would be I'll able to. I'll pretend to spit it out and just be like, you'd drink the whole bottle. Well, I mean, if they're sending me free wine, that's a freaking waste. To just By spit the third it out. one, you'd forget what you were <laughs> it's even doing. It's wonderful. Oh, it was so good. It's the best one I've ever had in my life. Well, this is a a British company called Vintage Roots, which is a merchant specializing in organic wine, says that the chosen taster will be sent bottles of various summer wines and will be asked to review the beverages for the company's website. Makes me feel fun. Summer wine. (laughs) Well, interested wine aficionados, that's me, uh, are being asked to follow the company's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. Wow, they're just really making you work for it. Follow us all. Yeah. And tag the company in a photo showing yourself drinking a glass of wine with, with the hashtags, uh, hashtag summer wine taster and hashtag come wine with me. Oh, no. Why would it have to be that? Oh, no. Why does it have to be come wine with me? I don't know. I don't know. I do think you should do it, though. But you do have some time, all right? So you can apply through August 31st. I'll set like a timer on my phone. To you totally me. need to do it. And the winning applicant will be announced September 7th. So it's this... 
why am I reading a story where they send you a couple bottles of wine and pay $300? Like, that's not that big of a prize. I mean, $300 is fine, but... You don't want $300 in free bottles of wine? I mean, I guess that's true. What else do you I have like to I do? I want more. I don't know. How? Pretty, I mean, it's a prize, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. You want more for your post? I want You think more. your post is worth more? Yes. Yeah, all right. All right. Next up, do you have any Maybe. sealed copies of your video games from when you were younger? No. I wouldn't save anything like that because I wanted to play them. I would not have the discipline to do that. Well, a sealed copy of the 1985 video game Super Mario Brothers, which I know I had. Did you have it? <laughs> of course. That's the one that had Duck Hunt on the other side. Well, it's on the same side, but yes. No, you had to flip it, didn't you? I don't think so. No, you didn't flip it. I thought it. you flipped it. No, you don't flip it. No. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, well, it set a new world record when it was auctioned. So this is a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers. It was auctioned for $114,000. What? That can't the be that rare. The highest price ever paid for a video game. I mean, it can't be that rare that there's... It must be. I mean, these are auction people. Really? So was there something like doing. weird about it? No, it says that it was, it was a sealed copy. Just a sealed copy, copy of Mario Brother, Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. Yeah. The combo game. So, so this is done by wow. Heritage Auctions. Heritage Auctions says a copy of the NES or Nintendo Entertainment System game was considered especially rare because it was part of a short production run with a cardboard hang tab underneath the plastic, a feature found shortly after Nintendo started using shrink wrap instead of stickers to seal the boxes. So it has some sort of cardboard tag inside of and it. And that's worth $114,000 to somebody? I don't know. Heritage Auctions video games director Valerie McClecky says, the demand for this game is extremely high, and if any lot in this sale could hit a number like that, it was going to be for this one. So the winning bid of $114,000 set a new record for the sale of a video game, which was previously set by another copy of the same game, of Super Mario Brothers, that sold... With Duck Hunt or without? I thought they all had Duck Hunt. No. You get, you can get you could get the game separate. They didn't all have Duck Hunt. Oh, well, I do not know. This is the first day I'm oh. learning that they didn't coexist. Oh. Almost. I mean, I had the combo one, too, but I'm sure there's... Yeah, you could buy it separate. Well, I do not know if this yeah. had Duck Hunt or not on it, but it was another copy of the same game that was sold for $100,000 in hell? February of uh, 2019. I may have the original box. I mean, it's not in the box and be in bad shape, but I have some of the original Nintendo boxes. <laughs> it may be in terrible shape and molding. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have upstairs here some of the boxes. I wonder if I have that. I used to have all my Nintendo powers too, but I think something happened to them. I still I have a burned. ton of NES games. Well, my, I do, but my, at my parents' house, we have like a whole basket full of them. I got a whole bunch right in my living room. Oh my gosh. I need, next time I get I'm to see original, my parents, original Nintendo system someday, um, someday, I want to, them to bring that horrible game World Runner that I told you about that I was obsessed with. Oh yeah, I was like. It is the dumbest games. where you just run, where it's like, like you're like from front perspective and you're running and jumping over giant holes, and then you have to like avoid aliens and stuff. It is the weirdest game, World Runner. Hmm. Ooh, or Wizards and Warriors. That was a good one. I like Bionic Commander. I don't know what that is. That was a pretty fun one. Wait, All Commander right. or Commando? Commando, I think. 
Let's look it up in real time so you don't pay check. attention to it. That's perfect. Well, no, I just want to make sure that I get it right. Okay. Commando. Okay. Okay. Bionic Commando. All right. Out of Pennsylvania. To Pennsylvania we go, Greg. Stop yes. obsessing. I can see you looking it up. Silent Stop Service looking. was a good one, too. Also, a game called Deja Vu. It was way ahead of its time. The game was you, you woke up and you didn't know who you were. And it was kind of like a like a detective noir kind of movie. And so hmm. you had to go search through people's houses and look for clues. And as you wake up, and you're like, I was hit in the head with something. What is this? It was like way, bef- way before any modern games. It was an old NES game. That sounds like something I would have totally loved to play. It was pretty fun, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to make decisions all the time whether you poison somebody or not. And like, okay. Or slip them a uh, truth serum. Slip them a Mickey? Oh, yeah. truth serum. All right, next up, a Pennsylvania family. What's a Mickey? Is a Mickey like knocks you out? I think it's like a if you slip somebody roofie, a Mickey, isn't it? Isn't it like to knock somebody out? Well, roofie is a roofie. It's not really to knock. I don't know how it all works. What is sleeping someone a Mickey? A psychoactive drug or an incapacitating agent given to someone without their knowledge. Slip them a Mickey. Slip them a Mickey. Okay. Yeah. And what's a lewd? Quaalude. And what's a quaalude? A downer, like a. It's like a sedative, isn't it? It's a pill. I think so. When people would do the lewds. Yeah, doing some lewds, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Keelan says F-E-R on Tokyo. No, I'm not going to reread that. Just sure, I, I don't know how it all works. Uh, yeah, Things did get weird. Yeah. I know, Greg, let me do my segment, please. Stop yeah. bringing up weird things. Lewds, man. All right, a Pennsylvania fan, family who found... Things got weird also. <laughs> pay attention. Sorry. How many times have I said a fucking Pennsylvania family so far? A Pennsylvania family who found a mysterious sticky substance dripping from their walls discovered that the thick liquid was honey and their walls were full of bees. Ew. (laughs) Their walls were full of bees. How could you not hear them? Full of bees. I don't know. Maybe they have like a air conditioner going or something. Sometimes machines. Oh, that's horrifying. They discovered the thick liquid coming out of their walls was honey and their walls were full of bees. What a delicious wall. Licking the walls. Uh, so Andrea Isabel said that she and her husband first noticed the dark spots on their walls of their Percasey Bucks County home after the tropical storm passed through the area on Friday. Now, Isabel said they initially thought the spots were water damage from the storm, but they soon discovered that the dark spots were sticky and they were, in fact, honey leaking through the walls. She said, my husband felt this really sticky, syrupy stuff and we smelled it. He said, this is honey. This is honey coming out of our walls. So they enlisted the help of a man named Alan Latanzi, who's called the Bee Man of Yerkes Honey Farms in Collegeville. I feel like I'm just saying a bunch of words. Yeah, that sound made up. <laughs> the <laughs> Bee Man. The Bee Man of Yerkes Honey Farms in Collegeville. Well, the Bee Man did indeed conclude that there was a colony of bees living inside the walls of the house. Well, the Bee Man himself is now working on a plan to expect uh, to extract the bees. He says. And not a creepy bee man thing at all. The bees become my girls. Oh, I will take them home and they will become a honey producer for me. I will make a colony. Fucking creepy bee man. Well, I mean, I get what he's doing. That's cool. But bees become my girls. That's a little weird. I will take them home and they will become a honey producer for me. It's a little weird way to say it. I will make a colony. Yeah. The bees are my girls. Yeah, that, that's the part. It's a little strange. Yeah. So, 
Walls full of bees. Walls full of bees. I want to. I, I think I want to send that to Rick actually because that seems like something that would freak him out. I mean, it is unnerving. Like, he just doesn't like bees. I, I'll just send that it's out. Better than yellow yeah. jackets. That would really. Oh, I hate yellow jackets oh, so they're much. They're horrible. They're fucking horrible little things. All right, and finally, out of Greenwood, Delaware. Hello, I'm in Delaware. Old person joke. I've got a gun. Let's go to a Broadway show. The owner of a pizza shop used his available resources to fend off a robbery attempt by a man with a machete outside of his store. And he fended him off by throwing a pizza at his head. Oh. At a guy with a machete, and the guy ran away. I just thought this was impressive, so I wanted to Was it a frozen in. pizza? No, it was a fresh pizza. So this is Stargate Pizza in Greenwood, Delaware. Um, the, um, the owner was closing down the shop for the night. Uh, the owner said told troopers that a man with a machete approached him demanding money. He said he told him he didn't have any and threw the pizza he was making at him, causing the machete-wielding man to flee in a car. So the shop owner was not injured, and they're asking anyone with information to contact state police if they know who the machete-wielding man could have possibly That's been. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Trolls thing. Seriously, and he protected his own business by throwing a, a pizza at somebody. Mad yeah. respect for that. Yeah. So there you have it. Pizzas and bees and video games and wine tasting. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. It's pretty good. That's solid. I don't like it when you tell me that. It's pretty good. It was all right. Stop it. You'll be back. So, nope, nope. You already, you have nope. to change it. You have to change it up. Do I have to like rip, try to replace it with a different song? Yes, with a different song with the same words. What? Yes, because that's how you can spin it off. They say, um, let's see, what one has, what has kind of the same thing? Hey, Jude, don't make it bad. So there you go. That's how you can change it. When you start singing, they say, just switch it to, hey, Jude. And then I'll get it out of your head. That's a horrible, horrible recommendation. And now I have, hey, Jude in my head. See, but it worked. Hey, Jude. Don't make it bad. Yep, okay, that's, that's, that's how it's got to be. That's, how, what, that's gonna that's gonna do it. Did that work? It did no, kind of work. No, no, it did not. It did kind of work. Okay, no. well, I'll think of another way. There's got to be a way to get those out of your head. Because, yeah, you're starting to have a problem. No, I, I know. And that's making me have a problem also because it is stuck in my head very much so. Well, I, I know. I think we both do. I think that I was speaking for both of us. No, I'm denying it. Mm-hmm. I'm living in denial. Okay. All right, well, did you have any ball tech, or are there any balls to talk yet? Uh, um, let's see. Well, there there might be a. L- What's eh, good in ball talk? Um, see, that's the problem. That's kind of the struggle I've been finding with our current world situation, which is why I was super excited that I had stories today because it's not like pulling teeth for things that aren't horribly negative. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could do a quick quick thing of ball talk. Oh. There's one quick thing. So I just want to know, like, any updates, because I know that things might be coming back, but I don't know, like, when okay. or what's happening. I'll give you one. And I'm assuming maybe not a lot of I'll give you. A, I'll give you a, a quick update here. Okay, that'd be awesome. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Uh, okay, first up in ball talk, let's do this, the update on the... Washington NFL franchise. So, as you know, they've dropped their previous moniker. 
And so they're going to be having a whole new logo and a whole new mm-hmm. team name. But what that is going to be is up for a lot of debate. And it's being troubled a little bit by a guy who bought up a bunch of trademarks on potential names. And now he owns them. He owns the trademarks. So there's a few. There's several oh my potential God, names. It's like you at, with your with all of your URLs. Oh, no. Did you? Philip Martin McCauley, 61. How many more did you buy, Greg? I didn't. I didn't. Because this, this guy got them all. It's a smart move. He did it uh, a long time ago. He said he's been a fan of the franchise since the 80s. And uh, he hoarded. He said, I thought if I hoarded all the good names, that would keep someone else who might be a pain in the neck from getting them. He thought he was being a, a trademark troll for good purposes. Um, so he owns the Washington Monuments, the Washington Red Tails, the Washington Veterans, the Washington Red Wolves, and the Washington Warriors. All names that have been lightly in consideration for renaming the team. In particular, Red Tails and Red Wolves are the ones that I've been seeing the most, that people seem to be the most interested in. Mm. Red Tails are the name of the Tuskegee Airmen. I like the Code Breakers thing or whatever you said yesterday. That one apparently isn't under consideration. whatever it was, yeah. Because they probably want to keep it with an R. Mm -hmm. I I like the Code Breakers one too, but they're not anywhere near the Navajo Nation, so I don't know. That should be used for something, though. Uh, But the Red Tails were um, a nickname for the Tuskegee Airmen. Oh, okay. Because their planes had Red Tails. So that's, that's a pretty good one. That actually sounds... Pretty solid. That's a pretty good one. The other one is Red Wolves, which is a kind of wolf that is, I guess, from the southeast in the southwest. So Red Wolves and Red Tails seem to be the predominant ones that people are leaning towards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is there is the, uh, the issue there that's going on with the uh, with the trademarks because this guy already bought them all up. Oh, boy. So we'll see what happens. But uh, there it is. All right, moving on from Ball Talk. Let's talk about this. The NBA is going to be yes. returning soon. Uh, July 29th, I believe it is. Actually, i got to double-check that. But I think it's the 29th is when, when it actually officially starts back up. Maybe it's the 30th. Um, I probably should have double-checked that before I said it is fact. July 30th. So it is July 30th. Take so that's here. when it actually starts again? It's going to start again Whoa. in the Orlando bubble. There's already several players, though, who have tested positive who didn't show up. Uh, Russell Westbrook has it. Uh, James Harden hadn't shown up yet. Russell Westbrook thinks that he'll be able to be back in time like after because he has to quarantine at home now before he can even go there, and then he's got to quarantine again. So once they get once they arrive, I think it's they have to spend 48 hours completely alone, and this is after having quarantined elsewhere. Oh, so wow. they're, they're real strict on it. One player, though, already screwed up. Uh, I'll pull up his name. This guy thought he was okay to just leave his room and go walk around. And uh, even other NBA players were like, it was real clear we have to stay in our rooms. Mm-hmm. Like, like everybody should know what the rules are. And they're saying this guy didn't do it on purpose. He's just basically they're saying he's, he's a idiot. moron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so now he has to quarantine by himself for eight extra days uh, because of that. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's going to be weird to see how this all works out. They're like coming, making up some rules on the fly, making up rules. They're, they're not going to be able to shower at the facilities. They'll be bused directly from their hotels to the facilities, which are like 15 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And then on like socially distanced buses, which seems kind of 
weird at that point because they're going to go play a game together. Why bother yeah. socially distancing on the bus? It, it doesn't. It's pointless at that point. But yeah. whatever. Um, that's what they're doing. And then, and then they'll play, and then they they leave immediately. I think it's like uh, two hours afterward, something like that. So it's it's strange. It's going to be weird. And there's going to be photographers I think there too. Just kind of trying to figure out their <laughs> yeah their I, way here. I actually interviewed a photographer who's going there for it and he's like I don't know how it's going to work either he's like they have a certain amount of us that'll be there but he's like normally we're always all around the players because we know them because we're they're NBA photographers but he's like we won't be able to be near them and then there'll be like guards or like a like plastic guards in front of us mm-hmm. but we don't know if we can shoot on the floor or if we're going to be shooting up in the stands because there's no fans like nobody knows how it's going to look oh wow yeah I'm going to be curious to watch uh, it that's why I want to watch it yeah. too yeah I want to see what it's like just uh yeah <laughs> just to see how they're going to operate it oh yeah but yeah there's that then also mls has started back up too although a couple of their teams backed out because they all got had covid so That's it's nice. it's a weird world it it very much is we'll see how it's all going to work out okay well thank you for the update yep there it is all right that concludes this edition of balta good job that was a good one greg that was real good. Greg. I don't like that. Yeah, see, exactly. All right. It does not sound nice. <laughs> okay, everybody. All right, well, I know you have like a zillion things. By the way, Greg did get his haircut. How was your haircut um, yesterday? I did get my haircut. I got it cut by uh, our friend Lisa. Uh, why am I blanking on the name of Lisa? Transformations. Transformations. Mm-hmm. And everyone should get their haircut by Lisa. She's amazing. Lisa's amazing. And uh, yeah, she she's a friend of ours. And uh, yeah, she it was very efficient. I mean, they did not screw around. Like, the, the door to the place was even locked. So at your appointment time, they'll unlock the door, allow you to come in, and they sit, send you directly to wherever you're supposed to be seated. I mean, there's normally, like, eight people working in this shop. Oh, yeah, she's hustling at, and bustling around. But now they only work part full-time, part-time. Mm-hmm. So it's so that yeah, everybody can like be... There's only, like, specific days, right? And yeah, everybody's assigned. Like, two people are assigned us per day. And then... They stagger it all out so that way everything can be socially distanced and there's not too many people in there. So there was only me. There's only four people in there when I was in there, including two people who were working. Hair. Yeah. yeah. So, two pe- so you and somebody else getting their haircut and then. Yep. And then the two workers? Yep. Wow. That was it. Was there like a partition between two? Yes. Mm-hmm. Partition awesome. and you know, your mask stays on. Like they cut around the mask and. It was, yeah, it was interesting. I do have to say, you were looking a, a bit shaggy there, and you, it does look a lot better. I feel a lot better. <laughs> I, so I you cropped say, it up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it, it looked fine, but it was a little... It was getting a little, a little shaggy. It was getting a little, yeah. It looks better. She did, <laughs> she did a great job. <laughs> she did do a good job. Yeah, so this is a lot better, but yeah, we'll have to see whether things shut back down again, too. That's another thing she said. She's like, eh, you better come in now, because it's, it, who knows? You know that it is. That's just the way that this is just the what's going to happen. This is our cycle forever. All right. Forever. Yeah. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503 Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Yes. We, we are so grateful for you. We 100% are. I think I'm, I'm going to go ride my bike for a little bit. Good for you. Yeah. Get some exercise and try not to think about the song. I need some exercise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. You're all awesome. And we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Duck gum. Bye, friends. Bye. Goodbye. Okay. You'll be back. Don't. <laughs>